Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word for the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, November the 14th, 2023. I hope you're having a good week, good day, good morning. We are uh, continuing our journey through the New Testament, and in particular, James um, chapter four today. Hope you guys are doing well. Good morning, Pastor Tim and Jane. Good morning, Paula. Great to have you guys all on at a good morning. Good morning, Debbie. Supposed to have a little rain today, maybe. Man, how, what's what's that even? It's so long since we have rain. It's like I don't know if I'd recognize it if I saw it. But supposed to. But uh, the way it's gone this year, I will leave it when I see it. We've gotten we've gotten some forecasts for rain never panned out. So hopefully the next few days we'll get some starting this afternoon. Good morning, mom and dad. Good morning, Trish. Good morning, Lee. A little bit, a little late jumping on today. So let's uh, let's get to it. Good morning, Lee. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. James chapter four today. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Hmm. Um. When I'm tired, <laughs> when I'm tired and cranky, <laughs> hangry, all those things cause fights and quarrels. Um, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Okay. So those outward fights and quarrels really or or a uh, a result of something that's going on inside, right? That's and that's spot on, right? It's uh, fights and quarrels are really the result of uh, internal things happening. So, don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Yeah. Good morning, Nona. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Miss Simmons. You desire, but you do not have. Okay. So you kill. Wow. Wow. Like, so there's something inside that you want uh, and you don't get. Um, and so as a result of that, we destroy. We uh, we start quarrels and fights. So um, quarrels and fights starts with a desire in me. Um, something that I want, a desire, an outcome, a result, a response, um, something that I'm not getting, and so that starts fights and quarrels. Um, you covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. Okay, so there he's kind of pointing out that often 
the desires that we want most, we're expecting from other people when in fact we should be returning those desires to God because he's the one who can actually fulfill those deepest longings and desires. Man, we could just stop right there and just chill for a second. Isn't that the truth? Like sometimes we get mad at other people, mad at situations, mad at circumstances, and we're expecting other people, um, circumstances, situations, our boss, our employment situation, our neighborhood, our spouse. We're expecting them to provide something that really only God can provide. And so instead of those letting those desires uh, flesh out into uh, quarrels and fights, uh, we should turn those to God and ask God. Man, that's a that's a great reminder. That's a that's a powerful insight there. Verse three: When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Hmm. He said another uh, thing that gets that misfires is when we do ask, if we're asking for selfish uh, reasons. So even our, our requests can be misguided if the reason we want what we want or, a, or the reason we're asking for such and such thing is because it's, uh, it's simply for ourselves. And we can spend it on our own pleasures. Verse 4, you adulterous people, don't you know what friendship friendship don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity with God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Hmm. And there he's talking about uh, essentially the wisdom of the world, right? Like to live according to the wisdom of the world. Um, if you If you think, act, behave, if you're in love with the wisdom of the world, if you try to function with the wisdom of the world, you're going to find yourself at odds with God. Because the kingdom of God and the kingdom of this world are in constant conflict. Um, the values are different. The uh, fruit is different. The desire is different. The, uh, the king of the kingdom is different. The king of the kingdom of the world is Satan and his minions the king of the kingdom of god is god jesus um verse five or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us hmm. but he gives us more grace that is why scripture says god opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Wow. You know, that's just a this James is just um here drawing a pretty, you know, stark contrast between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the world between uh, the wisdom of God and the wisdom of the world. Um, that the wisdom of this, this world is uh, at, at odds 
with God. And the proud, God is at odds with the proud. He, what? He shows favor to the humble, but God opposes the proud. Verse 7, submit yourselves then to God. All right. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Man, that is great um, guidance right there, particularly as it relates to dealing with temptation. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Have you ever realized that? Like the, the moments of temptation are very, actually, they're, they tend to be short and isolated. Like there are critical moments of temptation, um, and it kind of goes if you if you've if you've taken a look at habits, um, you know if you if you take overeating or whatever, um, you think, man, I'm tempted to eat those chips. But if you break it down, it, that temptation gets very specific. It's usually after you know after a, after a very Predictable, predictable sequence of events. There's a temptation to do it, but if you if you mix up any of that sequence, the temptation will diminish. And by by doing something different, by resisting the devil, um, he'll flee from you. Um, you know, for example, you may I mean, eating is an easy example, right? Not not that that's like the. Uh, the big, you know, hairy, dark sin, but it's a, it's good for good. For, it's easy to illustrate. Like if you have a habit, like for me, like when I come home from work, if I come in, put my keys on the, on the rack, put my stuff down, I go to the pantry. I'm going to eat something unhealthy, nine times out of ten. That little pattern. Walk in the door, put your keys on the, on the, on the rack, put my stuff away, go to the pantry. Nine times out of ten, something going go in my mouth that don't need to go in my mouth. <laughs> but if you just disrupt that little pattern, then you can have a different outcome. Like instead of putting your keys on the rack and then dropping your stuff down and going to the pantry, just go outside. Go for a walk. Walk the dog. Uh, do something else. Break that pattern. Verse 8, come near to God, and he will come near to you. Mm, I like that. That's a promise, man. No matter where you are today, no matter what's, no matter what's going on, that you, you draw near to God, he'll, draw, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be right there with you. He'll draw near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Hmm. Yeah. There's sin in our lives. If we have sinned, um, then wash, our, wash your hands. Purify your hearts. Turn that laughter to mourning. Run to God. Repent. Seek cleansing and renewal. And the promise is what? If you draw near to him, he's going to draw near to you. He's not gonna. He's not gonna push you away. He's gonna draw near to you. And when we humble ourselves before the Lord, what He will lift us up. Verse ten. Love verse ten. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. How many times have we had to do that, man? 
we had to humble ourselves. Maybe it was something we said. Maybe it was something we did. And we just had to humble ourselves before the Lord. We're like, God, we, we blew it, man. We messed up. Lord, we're sorry. We don't call it an excuse. We don't make an excuse. We don't call it an accident. We knew what we were doing. And there's no excuse for it. Nothing other than it was just rebellion in my own heart. And so um, forgive me. And when we humble ourselves and we turn our laughter into mourning, true remorse, godly sorrow, um, he'll lift us up. He'll lift us up. Thanks be to God for that. And we all mess up, man. We always have to, you know, we never, we never outgrow the need to uh, have to come back before the Lord and humble ourselves. Um, about the time we think we got it, you know, we got it all figured out. You know, we do something, we're like, man, I thought I knew, I knew better than that. Um, but God is gracious and compassionate. He understands. And uh, we just keep coming back to him. Verse 11, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Hmm. Yeah. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Hmm. Yeah, it takes too much energy, man, too much effort to, you know, wasted time trying to judge everybody else. You know what I mean? People trying to judge other people and um, spending time worried about other, other people's mess-ups and shortcomings and what they ought to be doing better and what they could be, how they could be uh, doing this right and that right. That's, and I, too many people waste their time doing that. There's only one lawgiver, only one judge, and that's, uh, that's the righteous lawgiver and judge. Um, God himself. You know, it takes a lot of takes a lot of pressure off when you just stop just when, when once you decide to stop being a judge. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, life gets a lot easier and a little more joyful and like not so much angst when you just say, you know what, I'm not gonna be the judge anymore. Ah man, what a what the pressure gets the pressure's off then, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. Let God take care of that. He's, he's sufficient. He's able to do that. He's got the perspective and the wisdom. <laughs> we don't. Amen. Stay in your lane. That's right. Just stay in your lane. You worry, you, 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 you worry about you. You let them worry about them. <laughs> uh, you, you worry about your business you, you, and let them worry about their business. Um. Verse 13, welcome everybody. Great to have all you guys on. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year here, carry on business and make money. Why do, why, why, why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow? So here James is just pointing out the, uh, the reality of the, the uh, uncertainty, uncertainty of the future. Right, like we don't, we make plans and we 
you know, say we're going to do this, or we're going to do that, and there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but uh, we should always live with the reality that tomorrow's no guarantee. Um, and James is just pointing that out. You know, I'm going to go over here next year. I'm going to go here next week, you know. And that's what we used to say, you know, people used to say, you know, I'm, 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 um, you gonna be here? You gonna, you gonna be here Sunday? Yeah, I'll be there if the Lord willing and the creeks don't rise. <laughs> it's the same way of saying that. It's just the hillbilly way, you know what I'm saying? It's just a country way. James says it this way. Uh, you say today or tomorrow we will go do this or the city or spend a year here or carry on business or make money. And James is just saying. Remember that if the Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise, because um, you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will, li we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Hmm. That one is one you don't want to just do. Don't want to just leave that and not think about that. Right? That's pretty uh, poignant. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do, but doesn't do it. It is sin for them. What does that mean? That means a uh, sense of omission. A sin of omission, like omitting it. Like you know you ought to do it, but you don't do it. Like you know you ought to forgive someone, but you don't do it. You know you ought to uh, make time for God, but you don't do it. You, ought, you know you ought to uh, give, but you don't do it. Um, you know, you ought to offer someone help, but you don't, whatever it is. Um, you know, you ought to be praying, but you don't, whatever. Um, it's the sin of omission. And so here James is saying, um, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, that's sin for them too. So there's sins of commission. That's a actively doing something you ought not do. But, but the other side is a sin as well, is not doing something you ought to do. So, um, Man, James came in pretty strong there in chapter 4, didn't he? I mean, he came hard. He says, why is there fights and quarrels among you? It's because you don't get what you want. And he's, he's just showing that there's, you know, there's, 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 there's evil, there's wickedness, there's temptation in the world, and, and some, uh, much of that is also in us. It's in our desires. It's in our wants. And uh, the good news is that we can bring our, even the wickedness and evilness uh, desires in us, we can bring that to God. And when we bring it to him, he doesn't flee from us. He draws near to us. And we could submit ourselves to him and come to him humbly, even when we mess up. And he will draw near to us. He will forgive us. We have to turn our laughter to mourning, though, right? So we have to truly be remorseful and repent. Uh, but when we do that, he says what? He will lift us up. Uh, humble yourselves, verse 10. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. 
and great reminders today. So if you, uh, if and when you mess up, know that you can go to him and humble yourself before him and he will lift you up. And um, even when you don't do the thing you know you ought to do and it's bugging you and you're beating yourself up, man, I should have done that. I should have gone there. I should have said that. I should have offered help. I should have showed up. I should have, whatever it is. Know that you can, um, you can go to the Lord and um, he will draw near to you and he will forgive you. Praise God. All right, you guys, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for the promise that if we come to you, submit ourselves to you, then you will lift us up. Lord, thank you that um, you forgive us, you give us grace and peace and mercy. Lord, thank you for the insight uh, of your word that shows us that often the quarrels and the fights and the disruptions on the outside are often the result of what's going on inside of us. So God, when we have our those wants and, and those anxieties and those desires, Lord, um, help us to be reminded to bring those to you, to ask you, to ask you to sift them, to ask you to, to meet them. Um, Lord, and may we seek you with uh, pure motives um, so that we can become more and more like you. Lord, I pray your blessing upon each and every one of my friends today. May you strengthen and encourage them today. We love you. We give you thanks for your holy word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, my friends. Thank you guys for being on today. We'll be back at it tomorrow with James chapter 5. And I think that's the last chapter. Yes, it is. James tomorrow, wrapping up the book of James. So hope to see you back tomorrow. Thank you guys for spending time in the Word today. And um, we'll see you then. Thanks, Pastor Tim. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Paula, Mom and Dad. Thanks for hitting the like button before you jump off YouTube. Those of you on the podcast, thanks for listening today. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow and uh, with more learning from the Word of God. We'll see you then. God bless. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.